craziness that bartenders have to deal with on a daily basis. Hi, everybody. My name is Rebecca Rogers. I am your host. I'm so excited that you're joining us today, and I'm even happier to introduce you to one of my wonderful friends, Carolyn Dutton. Oh my gosh. Hi. Hi. Stop. Hi. Should I keep going? Keep complimenting you? Yes, please. You look so nice. Your oh hair my God, is shiny. Stop. You have really nice shoes. Oh my God. You didn't have to say any of that. <laughs> so, Kara, you are... Not only a content creator, you are an actress in Hollywood, which is so impressive. I'm in awe of you. Thanks for being my friend. I really, I love it. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> but, I just try really hard. I think you're doing a great job. I'm just okay. But, <laughs> but before all of that, you were a bartender for a while. Oh, yeah, for years. Tell me a little bit about your journey from that to where you are now and what your experience was as a bartender. Oh, yeah. Well, so my experience with the bartender is just trash. It's not, <laughs> it's not like there, there's a lot of perks to being a bartender, like you, you walking away from your job with cash every night. That's amazing. That's wonderful. But uh, also, just being a bartender, not fun. It's not good. And I was—I I believe I was very good at bartending. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, you know, when you're out here in Los Angeles and you're struggling and, you know, trying to make it to auditions, you need, like, a flexible job that can, like, cover your rent. Absolutely. But not something that um, you can get super invested into because you don't want to get distracted. So bartending, um, serving uh, a lot of the stuff in the industry, especially in Los Angeles, a lot of those people are actors. Yeah. Um, or writers or musicians or a lot of people in the creative field because especially in L.A., it's a, it's a, a flexible job where you can, like, cover your bills and, you know, go in and work six hours and hopefully make three or $400 and then leave. And if you do that a couple times a week, that'll cover everything without, like, taking too much of your time. So as someone who has experience, would you say that bartenders um, tend to be underappreciated or uh, unfairly treated? Man, it's a little bit of both. I, well, because there, there are there are wonder of, like, I, whenever I go out to any restaurant, like, I— even if I have a bad experience, I'm usually still tipping like 20, 25 percent. Like, you know, I'm sorry, that, I'm sorry, I'm like, sorry no, I'm, for you. No, I feel I, you. I see you. Please take my money. Yeah, I mean, because you know, it's it's a lot of the times it's not a job that's super fun. Um, you know, working any customer service job isn't always the best no. because people have so little control in their regular lives that like once they're out and you know, they're paying and they actually have their own time back and their own control and power back. If not everything is perfect or something comes out the way that they don't like, then it's a huge issue. Um, and uh, in those moments, people can just like assume everything is your fault or treat you like trash or X, Y, and Z, like a uh, hundreds things, a uh, hundred things can happen. <laughs> but, and, and it's not always fun to get yelled at because nope. someone doesn't like their mashed potatoes. <laughs> Well, so as do you have any firsthand experiences of any of any time that you as a bartender felt like you were being harassed or mistreated or like because I know that every occupation has some form of bullying, you know, what was oh, your yeah. experience with that in bartending? Oh, man. I mean, there's different like levels of like bullying or her harassment. Mm -hmm. um, restaurants themselves can just be brutal. Brutal. And sometimes it's the people you work with because, like, it can be very competitive. Uh, yeah. When everyone's being yelled at by all the customers and the restaurant is slammed and, you know, as soon as you break glass within, like, 10 feet of an ice tray, you have to dump that whole ice bin out yeah. because if there's any potential for any glass to get in there. So, so as soon as, like… Some like and when you're in the middle and there's like tickets printing out and the bar is full and you've got a line, if someone breaks something and you have to like stop everything you're doing to burn the ice and then That's put it back in. Worse. So there's like bullying from coworkers of just like, you know, a, a lot of the guys I used to work with because I was just like a female in that industry. A lot of men would just assume I wouldn't know what I was doing or like I remember uh, I was working at um, kind of like a New Year's Eve party, so it was more of like a club atmosphere. Uh, and they had called in, and this was like my bar and my place. Uh, they called in um, someone from another bar to um, come help. And at the end of the night, he was like, wow, you're actually a really good bartender. And I was like, <laughs> why are you surprised? But it was just because of my gender. 100%. Uh, so then there's bullying like that. Also, restaurants can be so incestual. Oh, so if yes. all of a sudden, like, yes. 
that guy that ever that like you know that one girl is looking at starts flirting with you then all of a sudden like I I had people spread rumors about me at jobs and it's weird it's weird oh it's, but it's also like you know it's just a, especially in LA it's just a bunch of really hot people working together <laughs> and they're you know they're not it happens. Oh, yeah. It's like Disney World. You know what they say? Like, everyone at Disney World just, like, everyone is pretty enough to be a prince or a princess, you know? And they all just well, hang out together. They have, like, crazy stories about, like, the Olympic Village during the Olympics. Oh, yes. With all just, like, all these, like, athletes that are just, like, so so fit yes, and yes. just ready to go. Yes. And all they do is train all the time. And now they're like, you know what? I have, yeah. I have a person with a life in wants yeah i just got finished doing my uh my bobsledding moves i gotta get in there yes what's well, so funny for me because i in my restaurant experience because before i even before i was content creator before i was a teacher i worked in the service industry and i was a host for a couple years and then i was a server for a couple years and then i was a bartender for a couple years and it's been really interesting seeing it from all sides but the issue was like I I don't I'm not a big drinker I don't drink a whole lot I never have. There's your issue. So yeah, <laughs> you got to drink to get through some of those shits. They're not fun. Well, and I also it took me a while to learn all the alcohol, especially. So I when I started bartending, it was at a craft beer place, and everyone would always be like, "What's your favorite?" I hate beer. I don't like. I did my best, and the people that I worked for, like they were really awesome. I had really, really sweet coworkers. Really sweet uh, couple owned the brewery. I don't know anything about beer, literally nothing. But I know you, like you actually did. Oh yeah, well, I mean, I loved beer. I it, it messes up my stomach, so I can't really drink it anymore. But like, Sad. I was passionate about beer, and uh -huh. every once in a while, someone would be like, "Yeah, can I get like." Like, what's a good girly beer? You're a girl. And I'm like, oh no. I'm like, I might as well be the guy with the beard who only drinks IPAs because I only drink IPAs even still when I order beer because I am like that level of d <laughs> when it comes to craft beers. See, and there I am. I, I was at a restaurant the other day and I was like, if you give me wine, I want to feel like I'm drinking Welch's grape juice. <laughs> Well, what did you want in Moscato the other day? Yes. I'm I couldn't find it at Target. I went and I went to go find that exact because I said I wanted Welch's grape juice. Let me tell you, that waiter delivered. I was like, you're my new best friend, first of all. I can't do sweet wine, so, Prosecco. Or see, I can do Prosecco. Everyone at the table who said, I don't drink sweet wine, I made them taste it. And they're like, you know what? That's not bad. That's not bad. I don't want to drink juice. Why not? I just feel like a kid again. But even like orange juice, like I won't drink orange juice or any, I I, I don't like juice in general because it's way too sweet. And I, I don't have a sweet tooth. Okay. That's so. weird. You're weird. Mm, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> you started well, to say no and you're like, wait, nope. I was like, nope. well, I have the personality of a Muppet, so. <laughs> <laughs> See, I also, I fear for the people that are listening and don't understand oh. our friendship. <laughs> and are like, wow, did Rebecca just call this woman weird? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. How yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the people who actually watch us interact in content, they're like, this is normal. And other people are like, wow, she's so mean to her. Oh, well, because, you know, there are, like, certain parts of me that can be, like, very nurturing um, if I see that it... If, if in someone's personality, there's room for that. Uh-huh. And then I have friends that, like, I just talk trash to. And it's always so weird. Like, our, we have one friend that as soon as I met him, we just started being really mean to each other. <laughs> and everyone else in the room was like, why? why is Kara being so mean? I've never seen this side of her. And I'm like, I thought, like, that was my bartending personality. <laughs> you know, I, I was, like, more of the trash talker. Uh, and we had, like, you know, one of the main bars I worked at, there were just three f girls that worked behind the bar. And we each kind of, you know, one was, like, a very hot ex-playmate with, you know, <laughs> big eyelashes and, you know, really gorgeous. And then the other one was this very tiny uh, girl that was, like, vegan and covered with tattoos that was, like, super gorgeous. And then there was me, who's just a Muppet. <laughs> so between Muppet, the three of us, we kind of, like, oh, yeah, we... We kind of covered, like, every genre of man that might want to come in and specifically order from a woman. Because we, we, we got all our bases covered. I love that you said that your meanness was your bartender personality. Oh, yeah. Were you I, ever mean as a bartender? All the time. <laughs> all, all I was was mean to men. What? And they just give me money for it. <laughs> oh, it was great. This one guy at one point was like, 
hey, how much should I tip you? And I'm like, I don't know, $100? And And he gave me $100. Does that work? Yeah. Does anyone want to give me $100? Anybody? You have to say something insulting. Oh. Give me $100, idiot. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You see? We just have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, But that— We'll see. It really was my bartending personality of— that a lot of men just do want to. Didn't you tell me it was one of your red flags? What? Uh, being mean to servers. <laughs> oh, okay. So TikTok <laughs> has uh, the what are your red flags? Mm-hmm. And mine was like XYZ. And then the last one was is rude to servers. And I made like a video of it being like, oh my God, how did it know I was rude to servers? And all my comments are like, Kara, we know you would never be rude to servers. And like as a bar patron, I would never be rude to the wait staff or Ever. to a bartender. Right. Like that's right, right. I, I respect those people so much. Uh, and I'm going there for a service. They're giving me that. Right. And pay them for that and thank them and I tell them they're wonderful. And if I have a great experience, I'm gonna write a Yelp review about it. Absolutely. As a bartender, (laughs) servers can be the bane of your existence. I was mean to servers every day. I live for that. That would have been me. Oh my, oh yeah. Because uh, you also have to keep in mind that a lot of people who go and order drinks from bars don't know anything about drinks. That's me. Uh, And then here's someone who doesn't know anything about drinks ordering from someone who knows who should know something about drinks. I didn't know. (laughs) And then would come to me and ask me for stupid shit all the time. Uh, so it'd be like, you know, all of a sudden it's like, hey, um, the customer sent this Long Island iced tea back because it doesn't it doesn't have enough iced tea in it. Can you taste make it taste more like iced tea? There's no iced tea in a Long Island iced tea. That's just not in the recipe. It's not iced tea. It's not going to taste like iced tea. I'm not going to put iced tea in a Long Island iced tea. That's not what that drink is. For the people that had no idea what actually goes into a Long Island iced tea. I, I mean, the, the recipes vary. Um anywhere, but uh, how I worked uh, at the bar that I was like taught to make this at, we did um, like half an ounce of gin, half an ounce of rum, half an ounce of tequila, half an ounce of vodka, lemon lime, um, simple syrup, or you could use triple sec, and then Coke. So it's Coke. It's not, so it's, it's not sweet tea, it's Coke. No, it, yeah, it's, it's usually, it's sweet and sour mix and Coca-Cola and liquor. And that's it. There's no, like, so then all of a sudden you have someone being, like, more iced tea as, like, a a thing in the, in the um like, on the bar ticket. And you're like, what do you mean they want more iced tea? I was mean to servers every day of my life as a bartender. You would have hated me so Oh, much. my gosh. Get we out of my not. well. Go run your drink. Get out from behind my bar. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, oh, my God, are you waiting for a beer? Cool. I have, like, eight people to serve, and I'm doing the same job as you, but I also, more. I also remember, like, literally two hours ago, I looked you in the face, and I said, no, 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 Kara, don't worry. I'm not going to ask you how to make drinks. And as soon as I said that, I went, ah, no. No, but, but, like, the bartending community can be so pretentious, and there are different schools of thought with different cocktails. Like, you know, there are, like, kind of two main different ways that you can make an old-fashioned, and there are bartenders that are like, this is the only right way. And then there are people who are like, this is the only way. And then there's that one guy that, that can, you that might— uses Pilsners with IPAs. Well, oh, man. Well, that's a—yeah. <laughs> tell me. Tell oh, me. man. So— once, um, well, and, and this also has a lot to do with, like, I love beer. I know my beer. I right. drink IPAs. You're not me. You actually know things. Yeah, I, I, I like beer, you know? Right, um, right. And uh, at one point, there's this guy. He sat down, and he ordered an IPA. We have a house IPA. This bar had, like, 32 um, different taps. Like, it, right. was, it was more of a beer bar. Like, I was not only properly educated just from working at that specific bar that, like, gave us extensive training and beer knowledge, but also, like, just living as a bartender and a beer drinker and someone who, like, has buddies that have worked in breweries and all this stuff. Like, I know what I'm talking about. Right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. 
Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. This guy orders an IPA. I just pour him like the house IPA and I put it in front of him and he he takes a sip and he's like, man, this isn't an IPA. This is a Pilsner. And I was like, oh man, I'm so sorry. I take it and I, I can smell it. The IPAs are, are very hoppy beers uh, and I can like just smell it from holding right. it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I, you know, I check the keg, make sure the keg is correct, properly hooked up. And I just pour him another one. I give him this beer and he's like, man, you just did it again. This is a Pilsner. I want an IPA. And if you're unfamiliar, IPAs are very, um, especially West Coast IPAs, they have like a very citrus hop, which kind of makes it, it's a, it's a bitter beer. It can be very floral. Sometimes right. it can be pretty malty. A Pilsner is going to be like something much lighter. It's not going to have like as heavy of a flavor profile. Uh, and this guy was like, you gave me a Pilsner. And I was like, I didn't. Did not. Did and I not. didn't, I had already reported the beer at that point. And there was a, one of my male coworkers behind me and I could tell right away that this guy would already was already like, he needs to hear this from a man because he'll respect it. So I turn around to my of male course. coworker and I say, what kind of beer is this? And he he sniffs it for one second. He goes, that's an IPA. And he goes, well, I, I don't want this like Pilsnery beer. And I was like, okay. So I let my male coworker handle it. He steps in and gives him like a sample of a Pilsner. And then this man is like, man, this is what I want. This is an IPA. Oh, no. And we're just like, what is wrong with this guy? And then for the rest of the evening, he was just sitting there and being like, yeah, not, not like that Pilsner beer that you served me before. While he was drinking a Pilsner, he wanted a Pilsner. He doesn't know. He, he, oh he didn't know gosh. anything about beer. And um, a lot of the times, like just from men, I would get spoken down to about beer or about liquor um, just because I was a woman. Um, and it was always really... I apologize for being part of the problem of not knowing I mean, my beer. I mean, like a lot of women don't and a lot of women do. I would, right. just, you know, it's when someone's like an expert in their field. Yes. Then sometimes you just gotta. Well, it's also a preference. Like not all men are experts on beer. Like no. my husband doesn't drink. He wouldn't know the difference between a Pilsner and an IP. He just doesn't drink. Yeah. Like, why, why would he? It just, it doesn't make sense. Like it's a preference thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So, it, you know. I mean, the the bartending industry, like, everyone who works there is going to have their own frustrations. Like, right. some of the most, like, I mean, I mean, bars and restaurants can be really toxic places to work, and um, HR yeah. doesn't always exist in places like that. You guys so. had an HR? No. Cool. Oh, I was no, I They say, don't oh. exist there. Like, I've okay. heard, like, the most, like... Okay, okay. I thought you were saying, like, yours was just, like, vert, like non-existent and they didn't do anything i was like wait we didn't even have that no, i don't no, no. think we, they just don't have a yeah yeah it's not programs for bars and nope. you know especially when your manager is one of the guys who's like yeah harassing you or if it's the owner of the restaurant who's just like a mess because yeah. i worked for those kind of bars too where like the manager was getting hammered on shift and then i was running oh. around and I like learned her access code and then I was ha having to be the manager on top of the bartender when they would send all of the servers home. So I had the whole restaurant. Wow. So I, I mean, I've got horror stories from, I, 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 I worked at one restaurant that was the most toxic place that I've ever worked at. So that is awesome. see when I was at a restaurant, that's when I really did hosting and serving. But I got really fortunate when I switched to bartending. It was at this brewery that was inside this really nice neighborhood and it wasn't a neighborhood that was so affluent that people acted like jerks towards the wait staff because that happens a lot and I know people are gonna get mad at that but it happens I'm telling you it does um but like this this was a very family-friendly neighborhood and they would bring their dogs and their kids and I know some people will have opinions on that as well but like you know it was a very 
family friendly bar kind of atmosphere and yeah the people i worked with was great were great one of my best friends that i'd known since the beginning of high school was there our bosses that owned the place was great like the, i was very fortunate but i know not everyone has that experience yeah and that like not because we only had what six bartenders maybe for yeah. the entire time and that's it and we didn't do food or anything like that it was just craft beer yeah and it you know it's so interesting like if you're making good money, you'll put up with a lot. Right, like, yes. Like, the most toxic yes. place I worked at, like, I would have, like, five-hour shifts where I'd make $800. Wow. Uh, because the price points were high, and, like, yeah, some of the regulars, like, you know, a guy would come in and buy, like, two $1,200 bottles of wine and still tip, you know, the full um, 20% or more. Whew. So, like, in – so, like, those y- – you, you put up with so much toxicity – Right. For that place that you can only show up three days and still pay all your bills in the in those three days. That makes sense. Because sometimes, like, it feels like a lot to put up with. But yeah, when you find a good bar job as a bartender, you stay there. Um, and that's why, like, all the, like, the money-making bars, you'll see the bartenders work there for years and years. It'll be the same people because, like, those are, like, there are very high-value jobs in some of those places yeah. that are hard to get into unless, like, someone quit immediately and even then there's usually like either a host or a server or um like a busser who has been trying to move up for the last year working at this bar wow um and at a lot of bars because I also worked at bars where we were really struggling to find um good bartenders yeah and at a certain point and actually how I started bartending is I was working somewhere and I was one of their best servers and they kept hiring these people that like had great resumes and felt really right for the job. And then they would throw them behind the bar and this person would be like, what's in an old fashioned again? And you'd be like, oh, there's no. like three ingredients in that. Like, how are you going to forget what's in an old fashioned? So, <laughs> you know, a lot of people that um, like wouldn't necessarily be honest on their resumes. Right. So right. I got moved up to becoming a bartender because I was one of their better servers and I had worked behind a counter system before. Um so I, I I hadn't worked in a full liquor bar, but I had worked at a place that served beer, and I right. worked behind the bar there. I uh, so at this place, I uh, they were like, man, we're really struggling to find someone. It was more worthwhile for them to invest in me and teach me how to make the cocktails and basically all cocktails in general than to like keep spending money like training people for two weeks that said right. that they knew how to bartend but couldn't keep up with like the demand of of a high paced job like that because there's also there's so many different types of bartending there's yes. like working at a dive bar is going to be completely different than working at a club it's going to be completely different than working at like a fine dining restaurant it's going to be completely different than working at like a, a chain like Chili's or something like that Absolutely. like a lot of the factors are the same but there were drinks that I was taught how to make when I started bartending at like a, a bourbon bar and then once I moved to a place that um was more nightclub-y I had to learn how to make really basic drinks that I hadn't ever made before because we just didn't have blue curacao at the first bar I worked at. So I like I don't know a lot of drink recipes that include blue curacao because it was never important for me to learn that stuff. Do you know now? Because that's if I I've learned that if it has blue curacao, I probably will like it. <laughs> I, I know how to make an AMF, but again, no, that's well, no, I feel like that one will end my life. Well, it's you explained the, it's the same me. recipe as a Long Island. Yeah, instead yeah. of the, you, the sweet spour, it's it's and Coke, it's Sprite and blue curacao. Yeah, you explained that to me, and I was like, mm, that one might that no, nope, I'm small. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that's I'm gonna be gone. Well, the the coolest thing about like bartending in general is that when it really comes down to it, there's only so many like basic drinks and all the variations of those uh-huh. are where you have like all these different kinds of cocktails. But right. at its core, like half the time, you know, I haven't done this for years, but I used to be able to like walk into a new bar and like kind of look at um, what was in their drinks. And I could usually guesstimate like pretty well how much of each, like what the pours were supposed to be like, right. oh, well, it's probably like three quarters of an ounce of lime. They're probably using this much simple syrup. They're probably doing this much because a lot of, um, most drinks are made out of like maybe 10 cocktail right, recipes. Right. It's just different variations on it. And I, and I kind of going off of that, I feel like 
When it comes to bartending, a lot of the issues that you kind of deal with don't just come from, do I know the drinks? Do the people, do the people that I'm working with know the drinks? Or am I getting the drinks right? Are people happy with their drinks or not? But there's so many other issues when it comes from management or coworkers or customers or even like that, because just on top of it, that whether their servers and hostess is dealing with some of the same kind of issues, like one person sent me a story of how they were behind the bar. It was a restaurant like during a dead period after the lunch rush. So the bartenders were the only ones in the building. And this lady comes up to the bar and is like, hey, um, I have a reservation for tonight and I just want you to check it for me and just make sure that we're good to go. Like, I just want to confirm. And the bartender was like, yeah, absolutely. Can I get your name for the reservation tonight? And the lady just looked at her and goes, well, it's under my husband's name. And she's like, okay, can, can you tell me what your husband's name is? And she just sat there looking floored and is like, well, his last name would be the same as my last name. And the bartender says, okay. And she kind of looked around like she thought her coworkers were playing a prank on her. She's like, so again, you haven't given me you or your husband's name. So if his is the same as yours, what is your name? And she literally just looks at her for like a few deafening seconds and gets really close, like leans <laughs> over the bar and just goes, it's the same. As my husband's name. Which is what? Which is what? What is it? And this lady, she's like, I thought I was being punked. I was looking around for cameras. And eventually the lady just got so angry, she just left. I mean. She just left. People sometimes walk into a restaurant and lose all of their common sense. <laughs> and then will treat the people working in the restaurant like they're an idiot. <laughs> Once when I was uh, hosting, uh, this guy came in with his two sons. And I sat him at the first available table for uh -huh. um, three that I had. Uh, and there was like a bigger booth that was, um, no one was sitting in it, but it still had all the dishes from it from like the last people that were there. It hadn't been cleaned off yet. And he was like, okay, we want to sit at that table actually. And I was like, oh yeah, of course. It's just going to take me a couple minutes to reseat you. And he was like, why? Why, would it, why will it take so long for you to reseat me? And I, I looked at him and I looked at the table covered in plates and I looked back at him and I was like well that table's dirty <laughs> and then his sons laughed and I, I said this with no attitude this is when I was hosting and I was still you like you have your customer service voice on oh I was yeah, just like yeah. a, and I was like much sweeter than I am now because you, <laughs> you were a bartender and I just was bartender started being mean to everybody especially <laughs> the servers um but I, I I like completely um naively I was just like oh it's dirty and he goes well, fine, we'll just stay here and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I, I can, yeah, I can receive. He was like, no, 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 but I could use without the sass. You're being a smart, and you know it. Cut it out. So, because I emasculated him in front of his sons. Oh my gosh. He lost all of his common sense. And I just explained to him in very simple terms why it takes time for things to happen, like to do things, to. I can't, I, I can't just snap. Yeah. It's clean. I, so, I do have to go clean the table. Yeah. I think the issue is, is that that's when he realized that Harry Potter was fake and magic didn't exist. Uh, he was like, oh my God, there's no I such thing as magic. I would have been just as upset. And his sons knew. Like, I think like. They were like, dad, none of us got our Hogwarts letters. I basically told him that Santa didn't exist, <laughs> I think, you know. But it was, it's that kind of thing where it's like. He, he was emasculated. Yes. Here I am, like, I'm 22. He already thinks, he had just, he's going to assume I'm stupid, but just, like, yeah, the you smile in the, industry. Yeah. Why would you have a brain? Yeah. Not only are you a service industry, you are, you're a lady. Oh, yeah. It's not <laughs> like I just graduated from UCLA. Like, this is a, you got to work pretty hard to, to get in and do that. And I, I did it. Do you, though? <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I just walked up the front steps and batted my eyelashes, <laughs> and they just gave me a diploma. It was so strange. Things so happen. Simple. Oh, simple things happen when you're this beautiful. <laughs> like, what do you think my life is like, bro? <laughs> um, man. <laughs> well, like, it's not. It's not only just the not common sense. It's also the entitlement. It's that sometimes people just go in, and I have a few stories that people sent me about. I don't even know which one to pick <laughs> first. So I guess one, what this one's very short. This this bartender heard some of her customers talking. You know, they got a bill, and you know they started to put in their credit cards, and like they got swiped, and they were starting to write in the tip. And the girl was like, "No, no, 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 no. y'all don't need to do that." And her friends were like, "We're just we're just tipping the bartenders." And she's like, "No, no, no." 
I come here all the time. They know me. We're like friends. So you because you're with me, you don't need to tip anybody here. Like, it's fine. They know that I love them. No. And so that's three separate checks that were pretty high bills that got no tip. And just instead on all of them, she wrote, with love from Sophie. And that's, that's, that's it. Funny. That's funny. My love for my bar regulars never paid my bills. Isn't that so weird? You know what? This does did pay my bills when money. my bar regulars would give me money. I'm so I can't go. Nice. I can't go to eighteen team. Be like, hey, um, here's my receipt from Sophie with love. Well, I would like my phone to stay on, please. Well, do you? Do they know you there though? Do I guess they don't know Sophie. That's why. <laughs> like maybe if you actually like let AT&T staff get to know you. They know. <laughs> well, see, I always find people who are always like, well, I know the bartender. I know the owner. But wouldn't it make so much more sense that people who actually knew those individuals would want to support their friends? Oh, yeah. Like that just makes so much more sense that people who actually are friends with these people would want to pay the bill and would want to tip and would want to help financially support their friends for their service at their business, at their job. Oh, yeah. Like, what friend would like Rachel was going to take me to the gym. Of, of course I would pay her for her services because she's a personal trainer. Yeah. That's her job. Or our friend Drew Gulliver that does the little, uh, she does the little theme song. She yeah, makes the singing them. songs because they're Yes. Fun. I love her. She's so sweet. I bought a theme song from her. I'm about to, I want to buy another one from her. Oh, yeah. And you pay for that because you want to support your friends. Yeah, if she does that for a living, that's yeah, her job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she needs to feed her children. That's important. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, my brain just stopped working. That's okay. I was like going to say something very witty. Uh, and then and instead, you just I just it. stared out. You, got, you just space. got distracted by our friendship. I know it's it It's really hard to focus around you sometimes. I know. It's fine. But I, I'm sorry. I am married. <laughs> oh, another story that someone sent me. And I love it because... Like, you and I get it, okay? So, and you'll see what I mean in a second. So there was another bartender walks up to these two guys that sat down at one of his high tops. And he walks over and one of the guys immediately looks up, kind of like fixes his hair and whatever, however guys do that. I can't really envision it. It's just how he typed it up to me. But he's like, yeah, hey guys, um, I'm Matt. And the bartender was like, hey Matt, I'm Jim. And he's like, no, 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 like, I'm Matt. And the bartender was like, I don't know what that means. And he's like, gosh, what is up with this town? I've been to three bars and none of these bartenders know who I am. Do you know how many followers I have? I'm an influencer. And Jim just goes, okay, what can I get you, influencer? And Matt's like, you don't understand. If I were to go in a real big city where people actually looked at social media, they would be throwing free food at me and free drinks left and right. So like maybe if you know what's good for your business, if you want this place to be advertised, you'll like show a little bit of respect for me and who I am. I hope he took that drink and threw it at him, you know? <laughs> I would just right say, bye, see you later. Well, Jim was like, well, sorry, but um, your followers don't pay my bills. So you can either order something or you can leave, but, like, I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing that. And, like, you and I know that there is a difference, and I, I, this is no shade or anything, but there's usually a difference between people who are like, yeah, I'm a content creator and I'm an influencer. And one I really like to hang out with, and the other I don't. (laughs) And I I hope they thrive, and I hope they live their best life, and that's great. It's just not usually the circle that I will hang out with that are like, we're influencers. And, like, I just, I don't like that. Well, I think also, like, I bartended in L.A. for a long time, many years. Everybody's a celebrity. (laughs) I I have served so many high-level like very very famous movie stars, yes, or Broadway stars, yeah, or television stars. It's like congratulations, Matt. And the number one thing about like people who are actually like someone that like people find important, I one you always just treat everyone like a person, but right, there's something so much better when someone that you recognize like um, walks into your bar 
and you're like, oh man, this person's like, I, I love their work. I like, what do I do? What do I say? And then you just treat them like a person. And it always feels so much better when that person is nice down to earth and don't, right. doesn't expect you to know right. them. Yes. Because if I, if I, if even like my favorite comedian walked into a bar, if I was bartending tomorrow, uh, if my favorite comedian in the world walked into that bar and was like, oh, don't you know who I am? It would make me not like that comedian Exactly. Anymore. Yes. That made me think of something that Daniel Radcliffe said, because um, I love him <laughs> so much. But he always gets, like, people are shocked when he's so willing to, like, talk about Harry Potter with fans and things like that when people see him out in public. And I, I don't remember if it was Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, but someone straight up asked him, like, do you not get tired? It's like a lot of celebrities get tired of talking about the first kind of yeah. gig that they book. Do you not ever get tired of it? And Daniel was like, why would I ruin that piece of childhood for these people? Like, Harry Potter was a big part of their childhood. If I was a jerk, that would ruin the whole thing for everybody. Yeah. Like, that's not – and that's what it made me think of, which that's I know sweetheart. is not the same. But it made me think of that, and I but, just love him. Yeah, I mean – A lot. Who I, I don't care – who you are or what you've done as long as you're a good person. I mean, right. like, if you've done bad yes. things, then, like, you're not a good person. But, <laughs> but like, really? when, when it comes that how to, that like, works? well, I, well, let's not it go should. into that. Let, let, me, let me break it down. Hold on. <laughs> My PowerPoint. Um, but, you know, it's, um, it, it's when you are a fan, you know, they say, like, never meet your heroes because yeah. people can change your mind about them so quickly. Yes. Um, and I think... You know, I'm I'm not someone who's recognizable, but every once in a while, I'll still get recognized in um, by a complete stranger because of some of the comedy I've done online, and I always value and treasure those moments because yes. um, it's and I'm always very surprised when it happens. Um, and then there are people that are wildly, wildly famous that get recognized everywhere they go, and they like, like you know, are just are getting harassed and trying to live their lives. Right, right. And then there are people who are very recognizable and have so much, like, grace. And they don't always have to. Because yeah. you, you'll hear, like, horror stories about celebrities all day, and I'll be like, oh, well, I served that guy coffee once, and, like, he was rude to me. And it's like, don't be rude to anyone, but also, like, everyone has a bad day. Yeah. You know? It happens. Even celebrities. They're yeah. walking around. Even celebrities like Cara Dunn. Um, well, not you see that is not a celebrity. I think you're a celebrity. You were in a lifetime movie. That's oh, I, I think that's to... cool. I brag about you. I'm like, my friend, she'd be on the big screen. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't play that in She's theaters. an evil influencer in Dan's <laughs> new show. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a Disney show. Yeah. Playing myself. Yeah, the evil influencer yeah. that's like at a bar. <laughs> Don't you know who I Don't am? You know who I am. That's but what's your character's name? Her name was Belle. That's very was that's Belle, a Belle. Yeah. I'm Belle. Don't you know who yeah. I am? Give me a free drink. Yeah. This feels very her. Hi. I can't believe it. Everyone's being so mean to me. Don't they know who I am? Not even Let me get my ring light That's so I can tell the, the story. TV show. <laughs> but kind of going back to bartending and things like that, I want to know, because every occupation has some of these. Are there any misconceptions or myths that people have when it comes to bartending or bartenders? Um... I think the biggest one is uh, it's it's almost the way people look at the job. Because um, bartending, you have to make the drinks, and that is that is the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so much that happens behind the bar that I feel like sometimes make the making the drinks portion of that job is the smallest part of it. Right. And you, you, and you have people that, like, get really passionate about cocktails, and they're like, oh, yeah, I kind of bartend as a hobby. Um, and I always feel like there's no such thing as bartending as a hobby, Un unless you literally are going out and getting a job as a bartender. Because there's like making cocktails, but making cocktails and bartending can be so wildly different because, right. um, like, you know, working and again, those jobs change even depending on what kind of bar you work at. Um, and a huge part of, especially if you're working in a busier place, um, making the drinks like yes that's an important part of the job but you're also like a lot of places you're serving taking orders you're bussing you're cleaning you're I've worked at jobs where I've had to like have like six hour juicing shifts to like juice fresh juice it's Whew. the biggest strength I think I had as a bartender besides just being very fast and um having a really good memory is organization um because there are people that I uh, 
could not bartend because they lack those basic organizational skills. And if your bar is a mess, then your cocktails and your drinks are going to be a mess too. So I would say, you know, when, when, when people assume that bartending is just making drinks, that it feels like that's the smallest part of it yeah. about what makes like someone a good bartender. It's only what you know? people see. Yeah. And I feel like I just had this conversation um, a little while ago with my friend Lauren Louder about teaching, how so many people think teaching is just sitting up in front of a classroom and reading a PowerPoint. And that's just what people see. And I feel like that's the case with so many of these professions, where there's just so much that goes into it that because people aren't physically like watching it happen, they just assume it doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, it's, I, th- it's, it, I think it's called like the Dunning-Kruger effect is if you're a novice at something, it seems easy. Yeah. Because you don't understand like everything that goes into it. Yeah. Uh, so I think with bartending, people see it and they're like, yeah, I can make a vodka soda. It's like, yeah, of course you can make a vodka soda. A vodka soda is not hard to make. But when you've got like a manager like watching and making sure you're not overpouring, you've got like eight tickets in the well, you've got four new people that just sat down, you have like six tabs to close out. Uh, On top of it, someone broke a glass near the ice and you have to burn that whole thing immediately. Yeah, making a vodka soda is not that hard, but that's like such a small part of that job. There's so much multitasking and organization that goes in. It's just, it's a mess and you learn a lot along the way. Yeah. So what is something that you learned during your time as a bartender that you think would be beneficial for people listening? Um, be kind to everyone as much as you can. Okay. You know? Facts, yes. I, like... It feels so simple, but, like, some people need to hear it. Oh, I mean, I, th- I think it can change your brain chemistry, too, if you go out of your way to be kinder and more positive. But, um, you never know what's going on with anyone. Yeah. Um, that, like, little moment that you have where you're maybe, like, rude because something, like, didn't come out quite the way you liked. It's, uh, it's one meal. Yeah. Out of how many meals? A lot. Like you're gonna have many more meals. meals. Um, if, if your drink isn't right, there's always ways to like you know make corrections or to ask right. for something. That that it comes from a place of kindness, and um, I think that that can go such a long way. Absolutely. And um, that's what like any time I, uh, like you know even um. I got my oil changed the other day and um, the guy helped me out a lot and I was really, really gracious. And he was like almost taken aback um, because I was, I what I, I wanted to like express my gratitude. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if I made that person's day, but he showed me that he like really appreciated that for me. I think wherever you can do to spread like joy and kindness throughout someone's day, because working in bars can be a lot of fun, and I, I did enjoy a huge part of it, but there was a lot of it that was very toxic or very unhealthy, um, and it, it's not always the best place to work. It's customer service isn't yeah. always yeah. a great place to work. Um, you have to have really thick skin, and um, I, I don't think it's ever worth it to, like, yell at someone over how you want your steak cooked because exactly. at the end of the day, they'll give you a new one or you'll right, leave the restaurant. Right. That's really the biggest thing is that when your food or your drink comes out, incorrect or not the way you want it or something is wrong you are going to get another one yeah it's if you ask nicely you're gonna get another one and if you're rude you're gonna get another one so why would you choose yeah to be rude and like you can you can say oh I'm so sorry I think something must have gotten a little messed up and it's it's still going to get fixed I just don't understand why people go out of their way to try and belittle and name call and like oh, yeah. things happen have you never made a mistake before like I hate technology maybe there was a little fluke with the computer like you just yeah. you don't know it it happens it's ridiculous and I know we were talking earlier about the idea that I I think we're in agreement that everybody I think it should everyone. be a requirement everyone should have to at some point Work, work in, in the service in, work in the service industry. industry. Whether it's retail, whether it's restaurants, I don't care what it is. I think everyone should have to. Well, in in Israel, like there's a mandatory um, military uh, yes thing that yes. everyone has to do. They should do that here, but you have to spend <laughs> three years in the service industry. I love you. Try to be nice to people, right? Because I feel like so many so many people <clears throat> haven't had to live that experience and they just don't understand they don't get it and even from just seeing the feedback from some of my old teacher skits or from 
episodes like these, you see so many comments that are like, wow, I didn't realize being a teacher was so hard. I didn't realize people were so mean to servers and bartenders. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, really? no. Here's my question to you. Okay, okay I'm ready. I'm sitting here being like, you got to spread kindness, like do whatever you can. And also I'm like, yeah, but don't be mean. Be, be mean to servers if you're a bartender. <laughs> oh, I was mean to them all the time. You think I'm a hypocrite? No. Well, no, 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 no. Because I, well, I think it's a little bit different between like, because like take it from me. I was one of those servers that I didn't know a lot about alcohol. I don't drink that much. Yeah. I when I, I still to this day, I'm a grown woman. I'm 27 years old. This is probably really annoying for bartenders, and I apologize to all of you. I just don't know anything <laughs> about alcohol. I literally go up to them and I'm like, I usually like blue carousel and I like to drink candy. Please make me whatever you want to make me. Which and is great. I mean, okay, like, that's good. Okay. You saying that, like, yeah. I don't, I don't ever someone's know. Gonna, I, I, I think that's fine. Okay. That's great. Okay. It's the people who are like, well, what would I like? And I'm like, I've never I don't know. Met I don't you. know who you are. People are like, just make me whatever you want to. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what you want. I'm paralyzed by decision making for myself. I don't want to choose <laughs> you. No, I know that if it has blue curacao, I will I will most likely like it. And I, I want to think I'm drinking juice. And that's all that I know. Make me what you will. And I'm probably going to love it. And... That's that's what I do all the time. And but I can see, like, I know the bartenders that I worked with when I was server serving, like I probably asked some really stupid questions. Oh yeah. I was probably you would have taken Kara saying that when there were really dumb receipts that would get printed with really dumb requests, they would staple it to a little oh, yeah. board. My receipts would be up there. So I think there's a difference between inherently like just being rude for no reason and yeah. then just being frustrated that someone is making your job harder in that day. Yeah. So that's why, like, it, it, I hesitated for a second because I wanted to think of how to phrase it, but I don't think it makes you a hypocrite for to just not want your day to be made yeah. harder. You know what I mean? Well, because I think there's also a difference because, like, there's a difference of me going out and, like, paying someone for a service. I'm going to be nice to them and also just being in the thick of it. Yes. But I also think in those moments where I would get really frustrated with the servers, it's because... If you work at any bar, you should be familiar with the yes. stuff that you have. Yes. And when it was just so clear that, like, even the basic drinks that people are ordering every day, yeah. someone who's worked there for years, like, wouldn't just kind of know what... Exactly. Like, like yes. What I, kind I know of what liquor mean. is in a an old-fashioned. Yes. Of, like... Or, like, for us, the sports bar that I worked at, we had infused vodkas, and they were they had different fruits every so often they would constantly rotate them like it would be very dumb of me to constantly go up and ask okay what fruit do we have what are the fruits what are the fruits yeah. like that's something that's a basic question that 100% would irritate the crap out of the bartenders cuz that's oh, just yeah. that's just lazy at that point yeah, that's that's ridiculous at at some point like it is your job too you yes. have to yes you have do to know you have to know what is available yeah like and, and they would specifically have on our because we would have 30-something beers also, and they would rotate all the time. Yeah. And so just at the front, they would have it scratched out of which ones were tapped out. So, like, that would be very irresponsible of me to not look at that and then ring in a bunch of those beers. Like, 100%, the bartenders would have every right yeah. to be angry because then they have to stop what they're doing come find me wherever I am running food let me know that we don't have that beer and I should have known that and then go back in then go back to what they were doing and then go back in figure out what it is that my table would actually want to yeah. drink it's just making it harder well yeah and, I, and I've worked at you know restaurants where we've had all the beer taps and we have like our like six main ones and then the rest of like 20 rotating taps that's a lot. um but whenever that would happen, the restaurant was like, if we have new beer on draft, if you can drink it, like, they're obviously not going to force people who don't drink or if, like, you can't right. have gluten or something to try the beers. But they were like, okay, if if you um, ha if you haven't tried the new beers, try them so you can sell them. Right. Educate yourselves on the menu. Right. Um, but also there's time and places to do that. Like, if we're in the middle of, a, like, a really busy shift, <laughs> don't ring in no. samples for yourself to try it. Like, I want to help you do your job, yeah. but I don't have time to do nope. this. Nope. So then I will ask you one final question to leave our listeners with. What is, like, one takeaway that you want our listeners to have about bartenders bartending? Like, what is one thing that you really just want to hone in on for our listeners to know, if they forget everything else that we said, Daniel Radcliffe and all. 
I would say um, tip your servers. Your bartenders. and yeah, Bartenders tip, today. T- tip them all. Tip all of them. Tip yes. your bartenders. Tip everybody. Here's what I'll say. Tip tip your wait staff. I don't care if you don't believe in the tipping system because there's people who are like, I shouldn't have to tip. I'm right. sorry. It, we don't, like, when I get my paycheck from my bartending job, it would be zero dollars. Yes. Because we got paid minimum wage, but then you had to declare your tips and the tips would take out taxes from your actual paycheck, and then you pay more taxes later. Yes. Some people are like, well, they're getting paid like a minimum. The, the restaurants are barely paying no, us. No, yeah. When I would get my, as a server and a bartender, when I would get my paychecks, and it, it ended up changing because eventually, I don't know if it was the whole state or just our area, but we stopped being able to take cash home, and we had to put it all in electronically. And we, people listening can't really hear my air quotes, but we sometimes didn't. I don't know if I can even say this. I sometimes, we, the computer wouldn't know if we were handed cash or not. But, you know, if if they were to leave us a tip on a credit card, all of that would just be put in the computer and we would eventually get yeah. a paycheck, which was awful. And I know that the whole idea was so that we paid taxes then and not later. And it was supposed to be a little bit more organized. But when it came to, like, paying rent and things like that, it just made it a little bit more difficult because the yeah. reason to get into these kinds of jobs is to so have that flexibility. Right. Um, so I, I get the reasoning and it makes sense, but it did make it a little bit more difficult. But I think we can all agree that restaurants and businesses should be paying their employees a minimum of living wage, right? Yeah. Before that new system was in place, my paycheck would be 32 cents. Like, I, we all agree that Wait staff should be getting paid. That's not yeah. an argument. But the issue is bartenders and wait staff cannot change that yeah. system. So like, when you're like, I don't agree with tipping because I'm already paying for the thing. I shouldn't have to pay more on top of that. It's right. Like, but that but this is the system we're in. Right. This is the system we're in. And you're asking them to do you a service and you're just like, okay, bye. Like just because you have don't fun, agree with that have fun not system, your rent. then don't don't go out to restaurants if you're not going to. Right, it. exactly. Like, take do takeout or yeah. something like that. Don't ask them to wait on you and serve you when they're not getting paid for that. Yeah, like, that's just rude. Yeah, that's rude. So yeah, I'm. I'm that's here my. For that. I, you know, always be nice to your wait staff because like, or bartender. Always be nice to your bartenders because. I'm sorry your mashed potatoes didn't come out the way you wanted them to. But you didn't make them. But I didn't, didn't make, them. make them. And at the end of the day, like, there's at least 15 other people that day who also hated the mashed potatoes. And I will try to tell everyone who comes in after not to get the mashed potatoes because I don't want to get yelled at about it. But yeah. you, 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 you never know. And, exactly. You know, and everyone has bad days. Exactly. Even, you know, even people who do flip out on bartenders and things like that. But don't. Yeah. Do Try it. not. Do, do your best. Yeah. Just do your best. And that's all we can ask. Don't do your do best. Yeah. Thank you so much for hanging Thanks out with me today. Me. I know. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for also letting me live in your house this week. Yeah, of and course. <laughs> she can't stop herself from living in my house. I just miss you so much. I know. It's hard to be away. Our friendship is just, I, I like it. It's fun. And we've, if you guys want to see more of it, we post a lot of videos yeah, We've together. only known each other for a year, which that's blows my mind. weird to me. Right? I feel like we've known each other forever. Forever. We've always been friends. Always inside our hearts. Love you. Love you. <laughs> well, thanks so much, guys. I hope that you enjoyed us chatting. We tend to ramble and we tend to get off topic a lot, but that's just us. Yeah. And it's okay. I love it. Yeah, Hopefully I hope, you love it. I don't know how you cut uh, together a podcast, but feel free to just edit all of it. No, out. no. It's golden. Yeah, all of it's perfect. I love it. And I hope you guys enjoyed. If you want to watch more of us being weird together, we do a lot of content outside (laughs) of this together. And I also hope to see you guys next week. Bye, my lovelies.